Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Hi everyone, it's great to be with you at Church Online today. Um, I've got the privilege of talking to us about healthy homes and particularly with regards to women. Um, The reason I'm sat in my armchair is I just thought it's not because I've got a bad back or I can't be bothered to stand up. It's from my armchair to your armchair, from my home to your home. Um, I'm not going to say I'm an expert in this, but what I do know after 33 years of marriage, raising a family, now grandchildren, that there's some things I've learnt along the way, lots of mistakes I've made personally in previous relationships and along the way now. So hopefully there's some information, some guidance, some biblical help for all of us today in how we can build healthy homes. First of all, if you are not a woman today, please don't switch off. This is something I believe that talks to principles of homes, even though I am going to talk about um, the Proverbs 31 woman, I do believe there's things in there for the men and the families as well. So please don't switch off. This is for all of us today. So I'm going to start with a great scripture that has guided me, kept me, encouraged me, also made me feel extremely not able at times from Proverbs 31 and it's um, verses 11 and 12. Now, ladies, this Proverbs 31 woman seems to be a lot to live up to. My beautiful daughter reminded me that she feels that God put this in the Bible not to make us feel condemned at how perfect this Proverbs 31 woman is, but to encourage us actually to live a life of a woman in a home, whether that be a married home, a single home, bringing up families or even living on our own. We need God's help. There's so much that this Proverbs 31 woman does, gets up before dawn, she watches over a household, she works hard. But none of this is achievable just in our own strength, personally, I feel. And as my daughter reminded me when we spoke at the weekend, with God's help, we can all be a little bit more the woman is called us to be. What I want to know, ladies, is why is there not a Proverbs 31 man chapter in the Bible? Um, But anyway, let's have a ponder on that and a think about that because there is plenty of other references to men in the Bible for sure. But I've just got three points for us today. Um, just with regards to healthy homes. And I want to dive straight in because I know we've, we've not got a, a massive amount of time. The first point is a healthy home, I believe, keeps Jesus at the centre. May I say, first of all, if your home is devoid of a Christian relationship, you aren't aware of what it's like to be brought up in a healthy Christian home, that there's some things in here that hopefully would guide you today, that no matter what's gone before, you today could determine, as for me and from now, I will endeavour to keep Jesus at the centre. You can make a difference and a change even today. This Proverbs 31 woman talks about charm is deceptive and beauty doesn't last, but a woman who fears the Lord is greatly to be praised. 
a woman who fears the Lord, that doesn't mean to say um, we walk around in total dread. What it means is that we're conscious of his presence every day. We're living to please him. We're living for his agenda and his will, not ours. You see, ladies, we can often look um, to areas that where we do need Jesus at the centre. We can look to practical ways of needing rest and of needing to recharge. I don't know what helps you to recharge in your life. But I was speaking to our um, beautiful Helen Bailey, our Ilkeston campus pastor, on a recent walk we had. And I said to her, Helen, you're a busy lady um, with the, the different hats that you wear as mom and working in various different roles. How do you stay recharged? How do you keep ensuring that you can be healthy in your own home? And of course, she admitted, as all women probably do, we don't always get it right. But one thing I do know that my time with Jesus in the morning, my time when I get my Bible out, when I pray, is crucial for me being the woman that God's called me to be. You see, I also agree with that. It's one thing we did in our home. We prayed with our children on the way to school in the morning. We often used to encourage them to live as Christ would want them to as they went into school. And Josh, my son, even does this now. As they go into school in the morning, he gets his children together, including his little toddler, Olive, and they all put their hands in the middle. It's a beautiful thing today. And they say, today is going to be awesome. And then they walk to school and they pray. They believe that standing on the promises of God, praying over their children, keeping Jesus at the centre, building it, into our families is so, so important. We start the day with Jesus. We end the day with him. We build him. We make sure that he is part of our everyday life. But in our homes, could we say right now that Jesus is the centre? I read a poem when I was younger, and it's a little bit of an old school poem, and I actually think that it was released as a, a song by Johnny Cash many, many years ago. This might just prompt us to have a little think, and it talks about if Jesus came to your house to visit. So it goes like this. If Jesus came to your house to spend a day or two, if he came unexpectedly and just dropped in on you, Oh, I know you'd give your nicest room to an honoured guest and all the food you'd serve to him would be the very best. And you would keep assuring him that you're glad to have him there, that serving Jesus in your own home is a joy beyond compare. But when you saw him come in, could you meet him at the door with arms outstretched in welcome to your heavenly visitor? Or would you have to change your clothes before you let him in? Or hide some magazines and put the Bible where they'd been? Would you turn off the TV and hope he hadn't heard and wish you hadn't uttered that last loud hasty word? Would you hide your music and put some hymn books out? Would you let Jesus walk right in or would you rush about? I wonder if the Saviour came to spend a day with you, would you go right on doing the things you always do? Would you go right on saying the things you always say? Would life for you continue as it does from day to day?
Would your family's conversation keep its usual pace? And would you find each meal to say, sorry, would you find it hard each meal to say a table, Grace? Would you watch things that you always watch and read the books you read and let Jesus know the things on which your mind and spirit feed? Would you take Jesus with you everywhere you'd planned to go? <laughs> or would you maybe change your plans for just a day or so? Would you be glad to have him meet your very closest friends? Or would you hope they'd stay away until his visit ends? Would you be glad to have him stay forever on and on? Or would you sigh with great relief when he at last was gone? It might be interesting to know the things that you would do if Jesus came in person to spend some time with you. I thought there were some interesting points for us to reflect on there as to whether our homes would be able to let Jesus walk right in. But secondly, a healthy home, although it starts with Jesus at the centre, I also believe it starts with me. You see, we can often look to other people in our homes to set how that day's going to be. If my husband's in a bad mood or my partner's in a bad mood, I'm going to be in a bad mood. If my kids are playing up that day, it's not going to be a good day. Let me tell you that no matter how your day started, even right now, if it started badly, you can be determined that as from right now onwards, this is going to be a good day because Jesus is with you. I believe women in our homes, we are the thermostats, not the thermometers. We set the temperature of our own homes. You know, if you've had a bad day, you can still choose to have a good attitude. If your emotions are telling you one thing, you can still choose to not be led by your emotions. I read this quote recently that says, we are not emotionally led as Christians, we are spirit led. Even though your emotions may wake you up in the morning with dread, and we do have some dark days, and it can be difficult in those dark days to still want to be that shining light that we're meant to be in our homes. Please, if you are in a day, dark day right now, may I encourage you just to try and spend some time and declare good things over your day because even in those moments, God still has a good plan for our lives. But I do believe that our first thoughts and our first words out of our mouths should not be, oh dear, or oh, how am I going to get through today? But our first word should be focused on the word of God should be focused on I'm the head and not the tail, I'm above and not beneath. If Christ is with me, who can be against me? Our very first words that we put into our hearts and into our homes can be full of good things. May I encourage you today to be the thermostat and not the, sorry, to be the thermostat and not the thermometer. You decide that you're going to have a good day. And thirdly, I believe a healthy home is built in moments. We can often look to the next big thing. We're in a season of planning on going on holiday and I get all of that. We plan, we look forward to, we're busy. But can I encourage us about looking 
to the moments in this day. Don't always look to the next big thing. Look to what is happening right now. Build some really good moments in your life that your family can remember. One of the things we always used to do uh, when our children were old enough was family night. We used to get the family together, make those special moments. We'd get the duvets downstairs. We'd get a, a film on and chips in and chocolate. You know, one of those nights where health and everything else goes out the window. It's just a fun night. You may not be able to do that with children, but build moments into your life with friends, with good people where you can enjoy the moment. Don't be striving for the next big thing. Enjoy the journey. Make the most of the journey as you go from day to day. We just don't know what's around the corner. May I just read a thought to you from a very good book I'm reading about living for the moment and what is important in our lives. This is a lady who has gone to visit a friend who's just had some very, very bad news. And the lady goes on to say, years ago I was visiting a young woman in the hospital who was 23 years old. She had two small children. She had just been told she had incurable cancer. As I held her hand, and tried to think of something comforting to say. She cried to me and said, I would give anything right now to change one more messy diaper. As I thought about her words and my experience with my own small children, I wondered how many times both me and my husband have changed diapers out of a sense of duty, hurriedness, frustratedness, seemingly inconvenient with our busy lives rather than cherishing precious moments of life and love. We had no way of knowing what would even come again. Can I encourage you today? Don't be in a hurry. Don't be living for the next big, th big thing. Enjoy the moments. Build a home that is Christ-centred be determined to be the person in your home that sets the temperature by your good words, by your declaration. Enjoy the moments in those dark days as well. Just live to please him. Stand on the promises of God and even the dark moments will pass if you keep looking to him. May I pray. So, Father, I thank you for this series, Healthy Homes. None of us, God, would say we've got perfect homes, but may we be determined as Arena Church and beyond today to be a group of people who will build homes that honour you, that please you, and be all we can in our homes. To look back on those days when it's dark, to look back at the end of our lives, and know that we have given it our best shot. In Jesus' name, amen. May I encourage you, if you have had moments where, and even now, you don't think your home is healthy, you can be determined from today, just spend a few moments, consider what we've said. If you want more information, please email us. The links are always available on the website. We're here to help. 
and just keep trusting that God is with you and look to him for your strength. Before I close, can I encourage you today that even if you haven't got a relationship with Jesus, you've never given your life to him, that you too today can make that decision that you want him to come into your life and you can follow him from this day. The information is going to be on the screens if you need any more help with your next steps. But also, let me pray with you now. Father, for those who want to give their lives to you today, we pray that they would cry out to you, that you would hear their prayers and that they would, from this moment, accept you as their Lord and Saviour. And right now, they would say amen to accepting you in Jesus' name. God bless you. We believe in you. We trust you. We love you.